Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello, Tess. Hello, Natasha. (laughs) It's like that. um, Did they do that in... um... I feel like Electric Company or Sesame Street. Oh, I, like, I don't. I Hello, remember. Tess. Hello, Natasha. Yeah, you that know, like kind of sounds circle. familiar. I mm. always watched those when I was little, but I don't totally remember. Those were the only shows I was allowed to watch. Yeah. Well, how old kid. were you? When I was a kid. Like before I was five. Yeah. Only well, it's like not three like to today. one contact, Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Basically PBS shows. Yeah, me too. But I don't think they really? had a lot of other options. Like I know there were Saturday morning cartoons, but I don't I never liked cartoons. I was not allowed to watch them. Until oh. after after my parents divorced, then it was mm. like we were at babysitters and we watched whatever was on. But when All I was a young <laughs> totally <laughs> but when I was really young, my mom said that um cartoons were too violent. So oh, I never I saw see. them. I just didn't like them. But I did fall asleep to, I think I've mentioned this before, maybe. I have a Mr. Rogers record called um, You Are Special with oh. a mirror on the cover. <laughs> it's oh. kind of a distorted mirror, but, you know, the idea is the same. And um, I would fall, it was like calm me down. I mean, this was when I was like eight, nine, ten. I had a little record player and I would play it and fall asleep to Mr. Rogers. Because oh, that was like our new age goober when we were kids. Yes. That was our like self-help guy. Yes. <laughs> you are oh. my friend. You are special. I could oh. sing you every single word to that. Whole that is so great that you had Mr. Rogers. I know you've talked uh, about him being special to you. Yes. So spe- you really are special to me. That's uh. what he would say at the end of the song. He would talk a little bit. There really is no one like you. <laughs> all right i love well, him oh he's the best come on um so shall we talk about our cards of the week and how it played out yes so i drew the eight of wands which is like things Movement. coming to completion and oh. swift you know swift success and that kind of stuff and then you drew nature from the akashic from diana cooper's akashic oracle does okay. that ring a bell? Mm. It doesn't look like this is any of you. <laughs> I remember nature, but I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I was hoping you would it because oh. I, it kind of is a blur as far as what is it. What did it mean? I feel like I remember something about like be really clear on your intentions. Mm, that sounds like, good. That was one of them. But yeah, how did it, how did those play out for you? Or um, well, I guess we're here to say that I didn't remember to think about it. Um, but, um, this week there, it was, it was a lot of movement We're we're like manifesting a lot of things over here. Yeah. So I don't know how that, maybe the intention part, we have been like really clear about like, what's our intention? What's my intention? I have been focusing on that a lot as far as creating things. Yeah. Good. Um, Cause that's what that card was. Yeah. So we think. I don't know about <laughs> I feel like that was a part of it. I don't know if that okay. was like the main thing okay. about it, but that's what I remembered. Okay, it. great. <laughs> um, I did have, I don't know if, well, I'll just talk about it here, even though it doesn't fully relate to the cards, but oh my God. So you know how I'm a um, guardian ad litem? Did you know? Yes, but tell our listeners what that oh, is. Oh, it's a volunteer position um, where you're the voice of children in foster care or yeah, they can't be with their parents for some reason. So you advocate for them in I court? I advocate for them in court. Yeah, I see them and their parents. I mean, this, I can't obviously share any details, but apparently <laughs> this is only my second case. And apparently it's the most dramatic case that either the social worker or oh. the sober advocate had ever been involved in oh. because they were like, I'm so sorry. This, and I, and I was like trying to juggle all ends. There's, there were just so many players involved. Wow. And I was like, Oh boy, I hope I'm good enough. And I just was realized like when they told me that I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> this isn't 
normal for this job. Anyway, the important thing is, well, not important, but yesterday it was actually great news that the case was closed, but um, they changed the thing. I don't have to go to court very often. And when I do go to court, I have a lawyer. I mean, guardians have a lawyer. So the lawyer does all the speaking for you. You don't have to do anything. I write a report and then he talks to me a little bit about it and then he, you know, he does the speaking. Mm-hmm. But apparently they made a change where now I have to speak in court, oh. which I don't enjoy. And really? I, oh my God, I can't, do, I think I may not do this anymore oh. <laughs> because I, that's how much I hate speaking in it's a really weird phobia, but it's like small group uh, speak public speaking. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It really, 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 really terrifies me. Um, although I took a class, as we know, as I've talked about over the summer, self-compassion class, and that I didn't have a problem. But usually a lot of times in small classes, I'm like, I get really panicky. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, and the fact that I had to be up there and like they grill you, like the lawyer was grilling the guardian whoa, lawyer, and I was whoa. like, I can't, I, I. so I went over to the my lawyer, and I was like, when it was finally my turn, I was like, am I gonna have to speak now? And he's like, uh, yeah, I think so. And I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and you have to put your hand on the Bible, and I told the social worker, I was like, well, I'm Jewish, so jokes on them doesn't mean much. Yeah. But I'm not even a religious Jew, so either way, jokes on them. But anyway, long story short. But you weren't gonna lie though either. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no so... intentions of lying. <laughs> but it was a real roller coaster. It turned out after two out and a half hours of waiting there, freaking out about it. Although I was using all my tools, but this anxiety of me mine is so high that like it would work and then I would have to like come bring it back. It was exhausting. I wonder what that's from and I wonder why this is coming up for you. Like doesn't it seem like maybe there's a kind of like mm-hmm. like something you can look Do. at like there's a reason yeah. and opportunity? Well, definitely it's an opportunity to be kind to myself and love yeah. my inner child and this is what it is. It's like re like talking to myself in this loving way, calming myself down. I mean, I did feel a difference than I have in the past where I did feel like, okay, I'm here. I am. I'm an advocate for myself. And then I was also like letting myself know, like, you're here for them, them, not you. This is about you, you know? Yeah. But it is like, it does seem like your inner child gets to have yes. a voice. Like it's like uh, by speaking for these other children, yeah, it's sort of like point. speaking for yourself. Yeah. But it's so high. It's like it did take like I was exhausted by the end of it. Yeah, because I really had to like use every single tool. And then it turned out I didn't even have to do it in the end. Oh, you did it? No. After all that, he was like, I saved you because he said this one thing that made it so I didn't have to go. But then another turn happened where the mother went on, had to uh, go up there. And by the way, the the judge could not be nicer. She is this woman who is the cutest woman you'll ever not to be condescending to her because she's also obviously a badass judge. But she's like, okay, like she's like the oh. cutest, like like a Mister Rogers version of a judge. So I couldn't have had a nice like she winks at me all the time. Oh. <laughs> I must have from the stage from the pulpit. And like one person was there and he's like, and I brought like he was having to defend himself. And he was like, I brought my family with me, you know, to show that I'm serious. And the judge was like, where's your family? <laughs> and they raised their hands. Oh. <laughs> and they raised their hands. And she was like, I hope you've had a wonderful trip coming to visit our mountains. <laughs> Oh, that is so nice. She's so cute. I mean, so it was like the most supportive environment and I was still freaking out. So anyway, I realized I'm not one to run away from my fears, but I really am like, you know what? I do a lot of volunteering in the world. I don't have to pump myself through this No, if I don't want to. But maybe do meditate on it and do some readings on it and see if you can shift it. Because I had something like – this week I had a thing like that come up where I was like, I need to notice a pattern here because mm. it was um, – <laughs> I was getting a 
Christmas present for my dad and they sent it like Amazon was like, we couldn't deliver this and they couldn't say why. And then I was like, this happened to me the last two times I tried to send my dad presents that oh. it was like this inexplicable reason. Like, why isn't it getting there? And then I was like, now it can't get there on time. And then I tried something else and he, I tried to send him a gift card and he kept not getting the email. And wow. so I was like, what is this? And I had to like do some meditation on it and look Did deeply you at it. it I mean, I feel like I connected with it energetically. I don't know if I could like articulate it, but it was like just this feeling getting kind of honest with myself about mm. my feelings and my childhood and like that whole dynamic. And then I like connected with the, my love for my dad and I ordered him another present and it got there. So that <laughs> oh, was good. good. <laughs> well, it's interesting when you're saying that not to be reading, but it kind of feels like it's more on his end than yours, I think. Oh, yeah. I was wondering that too because he is yeah. not su a super receptive gift yes. guy. Like he doesn't – when whenever I do give him gifts, often – I mean, he's an Aquarius. So I was telling Ted it's like cats. Okay, it's like down. <laughs> it's like when you get a cat a toy and you're like, look at this toy I got you. And they just like walk away. He's kind of always been like that with presents. I'm a great gift receiver. BT oh, I dubs. bet. Okay. I bet. That's just one of the ways he's like a cat. But okay. I did get him a different gift that was a multi-tool, which <laughs> is right up his alley. So maybe that's why he was able to receive it. That's it was funny. Like yeah, because when hammer, you just – Mm -hmm. A hammer and a saw and a nail file and like every kind of screwdriver, wow. all of that, all in one thing. Wow. <laughs> Brett has, I think, pretty sure Brett has multi, multi tools. Mm. Yeah. They love, he loves tools. Well, anyway. Oh, yeah. I just saw like when you were talking, it felt like he had like all these layers in front of him to not receive. So I could see that. Yeah. That could so, also yeah. be that for sure. It may not be fully you. I definitely, I mean, this is definitely like a huge thing for me, but it doesn't come up very often. You know, mm -hmm. and but you it would, seems so specific to me, like that I it's know. you advocating for kids, and I, then yes. it's like you speaking oh for them, right. you know, in exactly the situation that makes you the least comfortable. Like yeah. for some reason, it just feels like there must be a lot of power there, you know? You're right. Yeah, it's really interesting because the day before, I was actually thinking maybe I'm over that fear because I was thinking about how I had taken that class and didn't have any problems, and mm. there was another time that I didn't have any problems. I was like, maybe I'm over it. And then as soon as I was in that court and that lawyer was like grilling her, I was like, oh, God, it's bad. Yeah. Anyway. Like, I don't think it necessarily means you need to force yourself to do things you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah, but maybe yeah. just no, like I, look yeah. at whatever, why that might be coming up and yeah. with compassion for yourself, you know. I agree. Um, Did you want to, what's about, what? what's about you? <laughs> and the, well and, yeah the eight of wands i can really feel that like swift stuff happening as oh. far as opportunities i won't go into detail but like writing opportunities and projects mm -hmm. moving forward which you would really not expect to happen right before everyone goes yeah. on break for the holidays like yeah. not a likely time for that to happen but it has been happening wow that's great yeah like exciting movement Ooh, i can't wait to hear about it um all right what shall we do next <laughs> next we're gonna talk about goddess provision so oh, oh my gosh this is a really great do you want to tell us about the well i'll just month? say that well you should tell the details well, you tell the details first Go okay ahead. so goddess provisions is a subscription service if you'd like to support our podcast you can click on the goddess provisions uh banner on the bottom right of our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. And it's just this really amazing self-care subscription service with an amazing price. And, and we get a little bit stuff. when everybody, when anybody joins, right? Oh, yeah. We get or a little when, commission if yeah. you sign up through through that banner Link. on our website. But it's five to six full-size products. There's face products. There's essential oils. There are crystals and sometimes like a oracle deck or a planner or a book, just all kinds of stuff that's right yeah. up our alley. Like altar claws. I mean, cloths. C-L-O-T-H, <laughs> not claws. Um, yeah. I, well, when I, I got one this month, I wasn't going to, and I was like, it's the holidays. And so I did it and I, I 
this was not an ad, but I texted Tess. I was like, this is so amazing. I sent her a picture of it and I was like, look at everything here. I can't believe it. I mean, they sent a diffuser that is shaped like the moon and has the colors of like of the moon and it's a night light that <gasps> lights up the different phases of the moon oh what that alone seems like it would be worth 35 dollars. i know 33 is what oh, it costs okay. and i mean i don't know how much the diffuser really costs um and and it's an aromatherapy diffuser so i mean that was just one thing anyway we spent a lot of time on this but i recommend it and so do you yeah yep i do too <laughs> it's really great Okay, so should we do questions? Is that yes. what happens? Okay, yes. great. You'd think I would know for sure at this point. It's okay. What it I can know be my for job. Sure. You can just always ask me. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so I will read the first one, which, by the way, we asked on the um, Magic Monday listeners Facebook page. So if you want to join that page, you'll see some things. <laughs> There's talk, <laughs> like community. It. We would like you to. That's right. Okay. Um, I would love, oh, this is from Rachel. I would love to find out recommendations for how we can develop our own intuitive and psychic abilities. I know I have natural abilities, which have been heightened from trauma I've experienced from battling a chronic illness for many years. It's been an unexpected gift that's come from it all. But not what, not sure what to do as far as finding a mentor and someone to guide me along the way and help and focus in on my specific gifts and grow them. I've been holding a lot of women's circles in the past several years and working with Oracle decks, but haven't been doing professional readings. Any advice would be super appreciated. Um, P.S. I feel like my gifts are in detecting spirits. Oh, this is kind of a second part. So I would like to answer that part second. But what do you want to say about that well what i would like to say is it's really it gets easier once you start speaking what you're Mm. getting so if you have a friend just one friend that is open (laughs) to doing this with you like let's have some coffee and maybe do some oracle readings and tune into each other's energy and then if you say like i don't know why but when you're talking about this i'm sensing this like i see this image or i'm feeling this emotion while you're saying that like how natasha and i were talking earlier like oh i'm getting this feeling and she was talking about my dad like when you express that then you will very likely get someone to be like whoa yeah totally i can feel that and to have just one person do that helps you every time that happens you start to trust yourself more and more Mm -hmm. and sometimes like sometimes I mean I will say as a professional metaphysical person I'm sure Natasha has this too like when I would do readings or when I used to do feng shui professionally sometimes people are like nope don't get I don't know what Mm -hmm. you're talking about I'm not sensing that at all and you're like (laughs) okay I mean but you can kind of feel that they just aren't seeing it right at that moment and then maybe later they'll pick up on it or then often later in the reading or the feng shui consultation Mm -hmm. something will come out and then you'll be like well you Uh, that's what I just said yeah yeah (laughs) and then they'll be like yeah sometimes people aren't open to it so I yeah I was actually going to say make sure you're not I always say I'm not here to prove myself as being uh or prove this work as being real like I don't want any skeptics and I'm not saying everyone has to believe everything I have to say but no but I'm not in the business of like will prove it to me. Like, right, you know, right. so, so it's, you can't, just like with anything, you have to have someone who's open to it, to hearing things. And then they can say, oh, no, that doesn't resonate or that resonates. But if you have someone who's just there to find the holes, then they're not yeah. really going to be hearing what you're saying. Yeah. And then also, I think sometimes the whole reason or a big part of the reason you're talking to this person is because they have a blind spot. Like, that's why you're picking up on it Mm because you're like, oh, I'm seeing this thing that you're not seeing. And that's why they're like, oh, no, mm -mm, nope. My mom (laughs) and I have a great relationship. She's my best friend. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, just keep it in mind. It might make sense to you later. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot, though, I will say. I I can't even remember that. I I feel like if people are coming to you, uh, they're open. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think that's why it's when you're first getting started, it is good to have a friend who maybe Mm -hmm. you guys both want to start experimenting. And so then you guys will be more open to each other and more encouraging. Well, it says that she already does women's circles and worked with Oracle cards with them. So it sounds like she has like people that she can, you know, practice it on. But yeah, I think what were you going to say something? Oh, no. I mean, I have plenty more I can say on the subject, but go on. on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I agree with you that the more you pay attention to it, that's how just like with anything you want to learn how to play piano, practice, you know, the more you want (laughs) to that joke of how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. So same thing. How do you get to be, you know, more attuned with your highest senses? You got to listen to it and practice it. Yeah, daily meditation too, I think. And and yes. something that really helped me a lot, I think, was when I started doing – I don't do this every day anymore as part of my meditation, but I used to do every day a chakra clearing and mm-hmm. an attunement. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really great for – having a daily practice of tuning into the invisible realm, like what's my personal energy like today? And then I started to go, oh, I can breathe, take a little more time to breathe into my root chakra today. And Mm -hmm. so then it was easier. I was like getting more fluent with that language so that if I wanted to tune into someone else's chakra, for example, Mm -hmm. I could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's part of my practice because that's what I do when I do readings is I look at pictures and chakras. So I do that. And yeah. And you can also just like get in the, there's so many ways, get in the practice of um, writing down, maybe asking your angels or guides for information or signs and then writing down what you hear. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Or like when I started talking to flowers, like listening to the flowers Um, or there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, it'll probably. I'll probably remember in a second. I will also say that there's classes that you can take too. I mean, like I went to school to not school, I guess it's school. I to study the work that I do. So and I know they have like the it's psychic horizons. They have one in Boulder and you can do it online. Um there's lots of different classes you can take to get clear on that. And I will say this. Can I read the second? I'm going to read the second. Part oh, yeah. Um, she says, I feel my gifts are in detecting spirits and entities and fractured energy fields and would love to help people learn to not be afraid of them, but navigate these spaces in a way that keeps them protected. Would love to learn how to disconnect from entities and shepherd them away from people's bodies. So what I want to say to that is definitely... I, I I feel really strongly about this to, that you should not do that without without training because I mean you can do a lot of protect you know protect yourself but if you don't know what you're doing you don't want to accident what we call in the work I do is get whacked which is when an entity or someone just a human in a body even can whack you be if you have a matching picture there they can whack you you know you don't want to mess with stuff until you know really how to protect yourself and what you're doing I think yeah I mean I would say well I would just say I think having um a practice a regular practice of grounding and shielding and then like how I have a relation and now you do too relationship with Archangel Michael Mm -hmm. I feel like those things help me to regularly feel safe and mm-hmm. I think that's the best protection is, I mean, yeah. energetically clearing, grounding, shielding, having like a relationship with the divine in a way that feels good to you. And then, and a practice of like when you feel fear to channel it and let it go. Um, but that, I feel like that above all mm-hmm. to let, so, so that like, you know, I, I really, cause I, I think I've talked about this before, but I grew up being really afraid of getting possessed. By oh, yeah. I, it was like. My mom watched The Exorcist and my family was Catholic and it was just this really scary thing to me always growing up and having – I had nightmares about it. And so now I feel like it's really important to me all the time to just be like, oh, I'm okay. I'm safe. And I will be safe. Whatever happens, I can clear it out. I'll be fine. So that's really a big part of why I like to do my magical hygiene and have the relationship Mm -hmm. with Archangel Michael. So I feel like I just want to say that – 
is the best protection. And then mm-hmm. if you feel really good about that, then, you know, I feel like you'll be safe if you want to work with entities and energy. But I think also Natasha is right about training. I just don't want it to be this like scary thing. Like, oh, you better get training or else watch out. You know what I mean? I want people to feel like yeah. they're doing it from a place of feeling already like they're safe. Yeah. That, you know I, I, mean? t- I do agree <laughs> with that, that if you're really like super in your practice and you are fully protected. Yeah. I mean, also you can turn your permissions off. Like just know, definitely never come at it from fear. Cause that'll just like definitely be a neutral. And I don't mean to be like a fear monger. I guess I just feel like, um, it does feel like, because I've done it so much. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this really is me just being like, I don't think I'm being a snob, but just no, I don't no, I see think it. You're right. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't see it how you could do it without certain all certain tools. You know, yeah. all these different tools, but but I'm sure there are. So I don't want to discourage anyone, especially and, if she has a natural ability and she feels called to it. You know, definitely, I don't want to stand in the way of that. And you can be taught, I think, by your intuition. And if you do have a natural ability for some things, like that can often be what teaches you. Yes. But I think also um, feeling like you – I think another thing is ego. So like you don't Mm -hmm. want to do it from fear and you don't want to do it from ego because that will drain you and also open you up to like a potentially challenging situation. And I think that training – is yeah. what can help you to learn to override that and not to work from that place. So as far as training goes, do you have Yeah, some well that place that I said Psychic Horizons, either okay, in San Francisco or Boulder. I think the first few classes in Boulder are um cheaper than the ones in San Francisco. I mean that program where you would do that that's like the advanced program where okay. when you get to that kind of stuff. You know what I'm realizing now is I think that I have a like I have to be really super conscious of being neutral and stuff so because I have a fear of because I of getting um whacked or getting like them in my space and yeah in my, so I think that's why I'm like make sure you know what you're doing right no I, I never think that's wise yeah I never do it from a fear place but I get like I'm grateful for all the training because I because I do feel protected by it and I know what to do if I if I do get out of neutral for a moment I know how to come back you know what I mean so yeah. I think I'm just feeling real protective like I don't want anyone to mess with things and get no, I think that's Her. good. I think like what we're talking about is painting the picture of what we okay. both mean, which is to like yeah. come from a place where you're not afraid and you are not working from your ego and you feel safe, which definitely yeah. in situations like that, I agree, probably getting training is wise. But I mean, yeah. And the last thing I'll just say is if you've definitely, if you're like, oh, I got this, this is my natural skill, then that's awesome. Yeah. Then you probably do just need protection. And I'm sure that that illness did create that because you could you became more aware of like the disconnect in your own body and so now mm-hmm. you can, that's amazing that you could see it in other people um okay did we answer that okay feeling a little guilty yeah. like but you know because i want everyone to feel empowered and not like no you can't do it but you know i don't i think we talked it out right okay yeah i think an hour right? yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> all right a couple people are asking for a magic monday retreat which is very sweet um and then we'll move on okay how can i this is from katarina how can i stop getting frustrated by other people i just keep thinking over and over again the things people say and i keep wondering and second guessing my own intuition when people are being dumb and or jerks (laughs) i I take everything so personally and i admire it when some people truly don't care what others think but i have my emotions always set to maximum overload and it causes me anxiety when i can't let go of things and I can't feel and I can feel guilt too even if I haven't done anything wrong I just want to go to bed without thinking about things I want to let go of a never-ending loop yes that sounds very exhausting yeah and I've been there do you want to say something or do you want yes so definitely 
100% for sure daily meditation. If you're not doing it already, it sounds boring. It sounds <laughs> mundane, but it's the best thing for this is just to get in the habit of noticing your breath. If your mind's wandering, that's totally fine. You just bring it back again and again. So however you can start to get in the habit of at least five minutes a day of meditation, you can use an app, you can just watch your breath, you can just sit there but it's so, so important. And then I also think clearing, shielding, um, that magical hygiene, getting in a regular magical hygiene practice can really help. And then the violet fire. So that's a thing that mm. I've talked about before here. I one time was bathed in violet fire <laughs> while we were <laughs> while we were podcasting. Um, but it's you call on this violet flame and you imagine crackling fire in your field and outside of your field. So then when you're having a thought process that you don't want to have, you don't have to fight it because fighting it always gives it power. It always yes. makes it worse. But instead of fighting it, you think, I'm going to just keep thinking this. I'm going to keep thinking going over and over how mad I am at this jerk. And all of that energy from that inner monologue, I'm going to send it into the violet fire, which is going to transmute it. You set the intention. It's going to transmute it into the most positive possible energy. And that, to me, that has really helped with any sort of that kind of spiraling, if it's fear, if it's anger, mm -hmm. if it's just whatever it is. Archangel Michael can help with that too, by the way. Yeah. He's real yeah. fast with that. Um, I have like 5 million things I want to say right now, but I'll keep it to a couple or three. The first thing I want to say is um, the Sedona method is the best way I have ever found to stop. Uh, I still have to read that. I have it on my shelf. Uh, but also the MP3s. That's mm. really listening to the MP3s. I sent you a couple. Remember you said he sounded yeah. like, yeah. Um, so essentially what the Sedona method is, is, is kind of like a meditation, but it's an active one where you aren't watching your thoughts. So it's can I, in the basic premise is that you're going to welcome whatever it is. So you ask yourself in this moment, can I welcome what is to be and be and be. So in that moment, can I just allow myself to have looping thoughts can I just welcome it? And then ask yourself even just a little bit. Okay. So even just asking that kind of calms it down because you're not resisting it, like Tess mm -hmm. said. So just by allowing it to be there. And then you ask yourself what's underneath it? Control, security, separation, oneness, or approval. Now, usually it's either security, control, or approval. So then if it's a need for control, can I allow myself to let go of the need for control even a little bit. And then just by welcoming these things kind of calms it all down. It's like takes it from, <laughs> again, these go to 11. It takes it down. You said your emotions are at maximum at 11. So it just takes it down. And the more you do it, the calmer you are. Now, so she'll link will link to the Sedona Method. They have free calls. I find the MP3s to be just the best. I mean, when I read that book at first, I was like, oh my God, my life has changed. And I only read like the first chapter and then I just started oh. listening to the MP3s. Well, that's, I have read the whole thing, but in the beginning I was like, everything's changed <laughs> just because oh. just by welcoming, allowing it, because I had spent so much of my life like fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah. Oh, I don't want this failure. So just like allowing it. Um, so that's number one. Number two is having compassion for yourself because you're fighting with yourself, which is why this is part of why this is so difficult. So by having compassion for your inner child, you can talk to her and say, this is really stressful for you. This must be really hard right now. You know, put your hand on your heart and give yourself that compassion. Like this is hard to think about that, whatever it may be. You can go into the story of it or you can just connect. Remember when you're doing these loops, you're not in your body anymore. So you want to get out of your head. This is anxiety is what this is. It may feel like anger, may feel like something else, but when you're looping, it's anxiety. Mm. So the help for anxiety is to get back in the body. Breathe, focus on the feeling. What is the feeling behind this looping? 
Am I sad? Am I scared? Whatever it is. And connect to that feeling is going to get you out of your head. And then you should maybe do that first and then you can do the stone method or whatever. I mean, you can, but you're also, yeah, I guess those are the two big things. So, um, yeah, you said it causes me anxiety when you can't let go of things, but I'm saying also the anxiety is at the root of it to begin with, because it's like, we think we have control when we're thinking about things. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, oh, oh, if I think this out, then I'll figure, but no. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. So, (laughs) so you connect to the feeling. What am I feeling? Breathe deeply in your heart. Oh, okay. good stuff. I feel All so right. much so calm just from listening I to mean, that process. The Sedona method is so calming. It's insane. Like he does these free calls, these free monthly calls. I'll send you the link to that. And he and I mean, they have them on the um website like for months and I download them all. And just people will call in and be like I'm feeling this. And he's like, okay, let's do a release. And like literally within 10 seconds, everybody's just like, okay, everything's fine. (laughs) What am I doing? Yeah. It just releases the story, you know? Yeah. It's really great. Okay. Final question is from Maya. Um, after visualizing something like a sphere of light for a ritual working, um, what recommendations do you have for clothing, closing, what's wrong with me today? Closing the ritual space after you finished. What happens to the sphere of light? Is this something that you talk about? Sphere of light? Yeah, I can totally oh, okay. answer this. I mean, I know how to close, but I'm wondering that sphere of light. Is that specific to you? Um, well, not to me, but to like certain magical principles oh, okay. of working ritual magic. What is a sphere of light? Well, so, okay. So when you cast a circle, if you want to cast a circle before you do a ritual, often you would do this in a clockwise direction and it is connected to calling on the elements for me, for many people. So So casting a circle, is that like a way of like, you mean like your space, like I would say in my space, like... If I want to, st- like, I'm not sure what you mean by casting. Well, I will, I have actually a blog post on this called, oh. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like mm-hmm. a beginning They'll find it. <laughs> primer to casting a circle. Okay. And um, oh. so it is like it, in a new age sort of world, like you're probably more familiar with often when you meditate or when you're protecting your energy, you'll imagine a sphere of light around yourself, oh. like your aura. Okay. It is similar to that. So when you're, and in some ways it's the same, but in a ritual, like I will start facing east, I'll call on maybe Archangel Raphael or just the element of air, call on air, then I'll turn and face south and call on fire, I'll turn and face west, call on water, turn and face north, call on earth, and the center is spirit, is that from the cosmos and the earth, that pillar of light. Mm -hmm. So this is a way, and then you can also um, move, like I'll actually sometimes point my finger or use a wand and move in a clockwise direction. Like I'm drawing a, um, like if my wand or a finger were a laser and Mm -hmm. I'm drawing a circle around myself on the floor. So on the floor that creates like this bubble of energy and it helps for a ritual because you're you're calling on the elements and you're also raising the energy you're creating this construct of this bubble some people call it a cone of light but a bubble or a circle or a cone so then you do your magic and you're like tuning this energy to a certain frequency of what you want to manifest or create Mm. and so now what she's asking about is releasing that at the Mm -hmm. end which is really important so Mm -hmm. for me I will start facing west and I will thank water and then move to face south and think fire and face east and think air and then face north and thank earth and then thank spirit and let it go. And then I'll spin it one more time in a counterclockwise direction and then throw my arms up like I'm just throwing confetti up in the air just to kind of like let the extra energy go. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you do that, you think of just releasing all that light and all that ritual energy out into the ether where it knows exactly what to, where to go and exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I will 
crouch down and place my hands flat on the earth and imagine any excess Mm -hmm. energy that's in my field just dropping down through the floor into the earth, setting that intention so that like I don't need to carry around any extra ritual energy with me in my body. Mm -hmm. And just so it's like I think about like a really wet rag just dripping water Mm -hmm. deep Mm -hmm. down in into the earth like any extra mm-hmm. sending it down and maybe I'll lay flat on the earth too just to ground my energy a little bit more after it's over but that's the 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 idea is clockwise you cast the circle counterclockwise oh, okay. you release it and then mm. you just want to really think about like letting it go mm-hmm. you know, it's part of the dynamic of the ritual or the spell mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah I mean I do that when I I don't call it casting a circle but that's I do a similar thing when I set up my energy space for reading and letting it go very similarly. Mm-hmm. And um, not to plug, but I'm going to plug. We should just do our plugs here because this helps everything you were saying. I did. I created a new meditation for meeting your highest self for my next newsletter. So if you want to sign up for it, you'll get it. I'm going to send it out. If you're listening to this Monday, I'm sending it out Tuesday. Um. But it reminded me of that because there is a part where it's just like goes to the earth because the earth knows how to recycle it. Yeah. And then and also any energy you don't want that's not yours finds its way back to whoever's it is or comes if it's yours, it comes back to you. So, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. And then there's also I think of like the earth having an energy grid, too. So like that energy goes into that grid and it helps eventually moves to help manifest in the physical world in whatever way is best. Yeah, that's nice. Um, All right. Thank you for your questions. And if you want to ask us, ask us a question, you can either ask (laughs) on that well, it's best to do it on our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. There's a little area for that. Um, or I also sometimes, we sometimes ask on the Facebook group, Magic Monday Podcast listeners. So you can go there. We're just, I'm going to start the plugs this now before my segment. Oh, okay. Is that Sounds okay? Good. Sure. <laughs> it seemed with the flow. So yeah, that's where you can find us. Oh, and Please rate us and review us on iTunes. We're so grateful for everyone who has. It really helps people find us. It's funny. I was listening to a very popular podcast, and they have a whole segment called Begging, where they talk to people. They're like, please rate us and review us. So I felt better about the fact that we asked everyone. Every time. Yeah, everybody yeah. is asking for, for reviews and ratings. Yeah. I mean, it really helps. not just us. Yeah. It's not just us, guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you, so that's, every, oh, you can find us on Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. And yeah, we also have a newsletter you can sign up for there at, no, on our website. Okay. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. Sign up for my newsletter. It's coming out tomorrow with an extra special meditation. It's a uh, talky, not a written Sometimes I do written. Um, and, or you can, what else can they do? Find me on High Healing on Instagram. And you can also schedule reading on my website. Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot. It is You're, a podcast. So that oh, is what we do. Touche. <laughs> You're doing the right thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Where okay. can we find you? Um, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, at, um, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, YouTube Tess Whitehurst, and my website is TessWhitehurst.com. And there's a lot of information, blog posts, guided so meditations, much. all kinds of fun stuff. Anything you want. And we, each of us have a chakra healing meditation right you have guided that. meditation yeah mm-hmm. yeah if you sign up for my newsletter you get that when you sign up and you have like a whole chakra class on yours i do yeah all right well i think we did that part so now it's time for the energy report i feel like that was a little off key to me well, I felt like I don't didn't notice that. I can't really mm-hmm. always hear when things are off key, but it yeah. did. You it did have a lot of soul. Oh, a lot of spirit. great. That's all that matters, right? Okay. Well, 
this report is similar to the last one, which is we're still we're still in it as as far as shedding, shedding, shed. We're still like, what isn't working? I can feel it on an energy level that's this isn't working. Past beliefs, past ancestral stuff. Um, you know, it's just not working, and and I feel it, and I can no longer tolerate it. We're still at that. Point, which is great because we also are at a point of more self-love which is mm-hmm. so important at this time as we're shedding because that is the thing that I want to say is the healer here I mean it always is but the focus being the focus you know sometimes the focus maybe needs to be on the story a little bit so that you can know it and understand it I feel like at this time we feel it. We already know it. We know it's not working. So now let's shift our focus to really strengthening the self-love. It's like what I was trying to do yesterday in court (laughs) where I was like when I would, you know, and I'm not saying this is easy. So, and that was a really heightened circumstance, but it really was like, oh, okay, I have to do this work. I have to love, love, love myself. And I actually did. I mean, I was there two and a half hours. So if this had been, you know, few years ago I might have been in panic that whole time this time I was calm enough to read and stuff it wasn't it was just like at the moment the reason that I'm focused on self-love now I mean we are getting it I do really feel that we're getting so much support I mean astrologically that's what I've been hearing and also just feeling like suddenly it's like oh wait a minute we've talked about this before but it's like what if I just didn't worry about this. Yeah. <laughs> like suddenly yes. there's the support where before that never would have even been an option. Yeah. It's so freeing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so freeing. Um, so I thought I would do this little or introduce this little practice for people to do. I thought of it actually today and my, I literally felt my inner child like gleeful about it and so oh. excited. It was so, it was such an instant response. But last week you had talked about celebrating ourselves, you know, and yeah. And it was interesting because I found that I got this email from this guy that um I guess I get his newsletters. His name's Aaron Rose, I think. He should people should I mean I really love his newsletters. And he gave this um kind of ending for two thousand and nine and a practice to do and one of the was write down your wins, which I didn't, I was like, oh my God, this is what Tess said. I realized it after I had done it and it was on the full moon. So it was perfect timing. Oh, you did it too. Yeah. yeah. I did a ritual too on the full moon. Yeah. So I was thinking, and like I said, my little inner child was like, yes, yes. That instead of waiting for the end of the day or the end of the year, set a little timer one day and every hour, put your hand on your heart and tell yourself something that happened in the last hour that you're proud of for yourself or that you love about yourself or, you know, whatever it is, just giving yourself that affirmation and validation. Yeah. Because the real key out of these past patterns is to strengthen our core, strengthen our core, not our abs, but our core, <laughs> you know, essence, like to build it up. Because when we're folk, our mind is on a billion things, you know, all day, thinking about all various things that either go wrong or right or judgments or so if we just even for a moment every hour turn our attention back on ourselves with love you know and appreciation we're gonna be building up that muscle just like yeah. you would build up your abs <laughs> and I'm telling you my little inner child was like so excited to be noticed like that like yeah. every hour I get that attention you know Aww. that's so exciting so I really recommend that I really feel like the more you know, like our listener who asked that question, being focused on, you know, all those things that weren't working. Um, if she had a practice of like coming back to herself regularly, of like giving yourself that loving, loving feedback, the more it's going to feel out of alignment to go into that place. I mean, anxiety yeah. is really hard. I don't want to minimize that, but, um, and just again, like in court yesterday, it was the first time I really felt like, oh, 
I have this like really in this huge heightened experience, I have this support system inside me. You know, again, it wasn't enough to make me not panic (laughs) at the end, but I could feel it. And that's because I've been paying so much attention to giving myself that love. Maybe that's not a great example since we all know it didn't end up working out. Well, no, but it, you, like you <laughs> said, you did so much better than you would have a year ago. And that's so all much. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And then it's also another opportunity to be like, okay, like I, this is how yes. I handled it this time. Like, how can I go deeper into healing? I mean, exactly. It's, yeah, this is a process. Great. I mean, it, growth is truly a spiral, 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 mm-hmm. spiral. It's not, it's not a straight up like, okay, done, did it you know, I'm enlightened. So yeah. And then we always, it can always also be an opportunity to have compassion for ourselves. So like, oh, I could have done that differently. And then instead of beating ourselves up, like, oh, now I can practice, you know, being like, but you know what? You still did pretty good. And next time you can do it this way. Exactly. I mean, I'm telling you, if this had been a few years ago, I would have been so upset with myself. I used to be so down on myself about these things. Like what's wrong with me? And that feels so out of alignment now to go into that space. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I feel protective of my inner child and myself to go too long. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like always the most perfect loving person to myself, but to go like down a really bad road, like, no, that doesn't feel good at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that's get better as we go. Yeah. And, you know, more love can't hurt. That's for sure. And there can always be more because it's infinite. That's right. All right. That was the energy report. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for practical magic. Oh my gosh. When what? you said that, I, I guess I talked over the sound, but when you said that, the the sun just like lit up oh. around you. <laughs> it <laughs> you is, practical it, magic. I was like, Phew. it's a really snowy day, but the sun oh. does seem like it's starting to poke through the clouds. Um, so, okay. So this week, it's Yule. Happy Yule week, everybody. Yay. It's the winter solstice, unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere, in which case, happy summer solstice. Mm-hmm. So the solstices contain their opposite. See, they're opposites, but each one contains the opposite. So for example, at winter solstice, the bright half of the year is being born. It's the darkest, coldest moment. It's the longest night. And it's also the moment when the days begin to get longer and the sun is reborn. So, and it's the opposite with the summer solstice. It's the full flowering of the sun. And at the same time, it's the moment when the days begin to get darker. So they're really, really magical portals. And solstice is this Saturday, the 21st. It's also when the sun moves into Capricorn. So we start Capricorn season this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Which I think is connected to if you guys did the ritual from last week, which I did and I loved it, like to really acknowledge how much, how far you've come in the inner realms, you know, now as we move into Capricorn, that's when we can really start to put that to work in the physical world, you know, Mm -hmm. as we step toward our physical goals. Especially with Jupiter in Capricorn right now too for the next year. Yeah, there's so much, mm-hmm. but it felt really good to do that ritual. I forgot yes. to talk about that in the check-in. I just really loved it so much. Me too. It feels yeah. really good to celebrate yourself. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? So it, yes. One? Yeah, yeah. So important. Yeah. So for Yule this year, I'm going to do a silent spell, and I recommend mm-hmm. that. It's um, such just the beauty of the darkness. It's so yin. You know, that's the yin. Um the divine feminine aspect, the the silence, the dark, the quiet. And so to honor that and then to at the same time honor how magical it is that this is when the sun is born, the sun is reborn, the rebirth of the light. So Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do is something like some variation on this to light a candle, light some, maybe some cinnamon and clove incense since it's solar. Those are solar aligned botanicals Mm. and pour a glass of something. I don't know, maybe some wine, a glass Mm -hmm. of wine and for me and a glass of wine for the divine Mm. or maybe a hot toddy. I've really been into hot toddies Mm. lately. What's in a hot toddy? (laughs) Oh, so good. I just, um, my last blog post, I put my, um, recipe, but it's, um, 
lemon juice, a little tiny bit of apple cider vinegar is a really good secret ingredient, mm. honey, and hot water, and spiced rum. Rum. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was waiting some, for which Some people one like to do um, hot tea, like black tea, instead mm-hmm. of water, which I haven't tried yet. I'm kind of new to the whole hot toddy thing, but it's so great mm. for a snowy day in the Ugh, mountains. It's the best. It's really good. Yeah. So um, anyway, a beverage for me, a beverage for the divine, and then just sitting. I mean, if I can go out into the snow, maybe onto my porch. There's mounds of snow on my porch right now. But maybe if there's a place I can go, (laughs) maybe my front porch. Um, And just sit bundle up in front of the candle and the incense and just really quietly totally silently feel that honor Mm. that darkness and quiet and the rebirth of the sun completely in silence and then um maybe drink the beverage Mm. as i'm feeling like the candle and the um, incense are offerings to the sun the moon the sky the earth the divine in general and then um when that feels complete to pour the uh the offering the cup of the libation offering to into the earth. Okay. I love it. Yeah. And the gratitude, you know, just like in that silent moment, you can just conjure up feelings of joy, feelings of gratitude, feelings of like awareness of how sacred this life experience is. Yes. And like feeling like as you do that, because the Sabbaths, the, um, when you honor the ancient holidays that are aligned with really sacred moments on the wheel of the year mm-hmm. it's a way of aligning with divine timing mm-hmm. so you feel like oh yeah here's the dance of the cosmos that's just so perfectly orchestrated and mm-hmm. i'm a part of that yes you know? yeah i love that i've really <laughs> hot take i've really been into gratitude lately yeah i know too. how much like you know everyone talks about it but i think i was watching your full moon card and when you were talking about celebrating yourself about what were you saying something about how like it acknowledges um your like it's like were you saying that the divine like it, when you acknowledge yourself the divine also acknowledges you were you saying oh that? is this the one from yesterday or the day before yesterday maybe yeah i may you know what i don't always remember what i say well, but yeah, i can't maybe. remember if i came up with that from what you were talking you said that but either way it's like, it's so true. Like when you like appreciate yourself, it's like the universe can be like, oh yeah, hi. Like it's like, oh, you, because it's not just about you, you know, when you acknowledge, because you're a co-creation mm-hmm. anyway. So it's like you're appreciating source, you know, mm-hmm. I think maybe you said something like that. I may have. Yeah. It's like yeah. the true part of you, who we really are. It's like we have these, um, personalities and these bodies and these names that make us seem finite and separate but really we're like these um temples of of divine consciousness so when you're like oh i'm not good enough or this is wrong then you're kind of saying like oh the universe isn't good enough because you're part of it Uh uh-huh and then it's like when you acknowledge your own beauty and you know like contribution then you're contributing to the universe Mm-hmm. And you're able to blossom more and grow and be a contributor. Because mm-hmm. we don't. That's how we are about nature. Like we don't. Yes. We aren't like, oh, look, this tree is bad. This tree is doing it wrong. Like this tree, yeah. it's not growing right. And it, what's its problem? Like we don't say right. that about any no. thing in nature except um, ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We also don't go like, Ugh, look at that flower. It is blooming really brightly. Who Too does much. it think it is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez, show off much? <laughs> Tone it down. Yeah. No. And imagine if all the flowers, <laughs> no, I sound high. If all the flowers toned themselves down, what a sad world it would be. It would be so dull. Yes. yes. We're not here to tone ourselves down. We're here to turn it up. Yep. I mean, sometimes we need rest too. But, you know, let's be ourselves. That's why we're here. You know, mm-hmm. when we are on our deathbeds, as we all both think about a lot. We don't want to be like, oh, man, I toned it down too much. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> we want to be like, I showed up and did my best. Yes. And, and felt I, the feelings and, sh- and yeah, felt I grateful. Felt feel- yes. Grateful yeah. for the experience. I was there and I did it. And that's great. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of times for Pisces, <laughs> like I'm Pisces rising, or people who are super connected to, you, you know, the other side, it can feel like, oh, it's so much easier over there. And so I want to get there, not die, but just like, I feel happier being in that world. But the truth is, we are here in this world at this time. So, you know, do yourself a favor <laughs> and try to like, I'm telling this to myself, like really like, I mean, I've had to say this before, like, oh, wait, I should commit to really being here. If I'm here, which I am, like, let's commit to it. Yeah. And I think great gratitude is so helpful for that. Like I have been, I I probably have mentioned this, but I've been in the habit lately of writing my first of my three morning pages is just gratitude. So the first Ah, one is just like things I'm grateful for. And it is amazing because it gets me, it sets the tone for the day of me to just be like, oh, that green of that plant is so vibrant. Like what other things can I find to just really appreciate right now? And then, you know, like I'll have a moment where maybe I'll hug Ted and I'll be like, you know what? This moment is enough. Like if this was the only moment I ever experienced in this life, that would be enough because it's so beautiful. Yeah. I think every morning when I wake up, and I see my pillow, Greg, the cat, and <laughs> Brett's often not there because he's working. <laughs> um, so I'll just be like, I mean, every morning I'm like, open my eyes and I'm hugging Greg and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you for this cat. Thank you. For yes. This. I'm and that's so if grateful. that was the only moment you ever oh, had, like yeah. that moment with Greg. Yes. Like, I think that, that would be a beautiful life. Yes. Know? And that's because <laughs> the one moment is the only moment. You know, that's those are yeah. those moments when you yeah. feel that. Like if I'm maybe I'm laughing with Ted or something and it's just like that joy. That is like that's it, there's eternity is in that one moment. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it's I don't feel greed. I need more moments. It's like that is yeah, everything. No, yeah. You know? Yeah. Except I feel like, oh, I want 13 more cats. So then I look <laughs> around the bed and there's more cats and I love them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I do want more moments. I do for <laughs> no, sure. No, but I it know, is like that just feeling, kidding. just to clarify in case anyone <laughs> understand, like it is just that feeling of completeness, you know, where you're yeah. like, oh, it's like you transcend time. Yeah, I think you were clear. I was okay, just good. being silly. <laughs> okay, so shall we pick our card for next oh, week? Yes. So I'm going to pick from this really, really amazing deck that Tess got me, the Mystical Cats Tarot deck. Yay! Oh my god, it's excited. so cute. Look at the book. It's uh, a tarot deck, but they do tell you, they interpret it for you, which I appreciate with tarot. Okay. I'm drawing from the Wisdom of Avalon Oracle by Colette Baron Reed. I think I also they had a sale at Hay House, which they have every year on Oracle decks. They're really good sales. Um, it's over now, unfortunately. Sorry that I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> I didn't find out until literally there was two hours left, and then I did put it on the Magic Monday podcast listener page because I was like, if anyone wants this, but um, I got that deck. That's what I was going to say. Which deck? The oh, you got the Wisdom to... of Avalon. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do it first? Sure. So I drew Restriction. Mm. This marker brings notice of restriction in all things. You are in a prison of your own making or at the mercy, mercy of that which is temporarily out of reach. Mm. You aren't able to move forward constructively at this time. Be patient, pay attention to the next right action, and sooner than you know, the prison doors will swing open and you will yet again proceed to the greater goal. For now, take this opportunity to rest, taking stock of where you are and from where you've come. Ask, how did I get here? What Mm -hmm. what am I not seeing? What needs repairing? Once answers come, so does relief from the bondage of circumstances and minds. Okay. Did, was it resistance? Is that what you said? Restriction. Restriction. Well, that's interesting because we were talking about resistance. So it's kind of similar, like noticing it 
Yeah, like I did maybe with my dad's gift too. Yeah. If you just, if there's something that comes up that you're like feeling that feeling, I, I, I think this is a really great thing to notice is when you feel like, oh, I need to do something, but then you Mm -hmm. can kind of sense on some level, oh, now is not the time. Like just maybe take a moment and assess and Mm -hmm. go within. And also a lot of us are going to have time off for the holidays. So just maybe like, don't feel like you need to push forward if something feels like confusing or mm-hmm. painful. Just go within oh, and wow. have compassion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and feel curious and send yourself love and send everybody else love and then let it move forward from there. I think it's like a message of not trying to push. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the Sedona method thing I was saying. Like, yeah. just yeah, allowing it to be there and giving yourself compassion. So that's what we're all supposed to hear. Okay, I got good kitty reversed. <laughs> so let's see what what she has to say. I love these cards so much. Oh, cute. Okay. She looks like Helen. That oh, cat. yeah. Beth Stern's cat. Yeah. Um, okay. When you have come to a place of self-acceptance and clarity about yourself, turn your attention to the larger community, your family, your clan, any others within the sphere of your influence. How can you help others feel better about themselves? How can you expand the blessings of compassion to benefit everyone? Where do you need to forgive? So that is the... Um, it's funny because it starts off by saying cats do not feel shame. Although we misbehave or make unfortunate choices at times, it doesn't affect our judgment of ourselves or as essentially good. That's so funny. Oh, I like how it channels cats. Yeah. Like, like it's in the cat's voice. I yeah. We learn from our mistakes and grow in wisdom throughout our lives so that our elder years are serene. The cat goddess has blessed us and told us we are worthy of praise. And how could it be oh. otherwise when we are made in her image? Oh, my God. It's exactly what we were just talking yeah. about. Um, we are all good kitties. So that's why <laughs> <laughs> I love this deck so much. Um, so then it was saying like, I think the first, if it was upright, it was like, judge yourself honestly. And if it was reversed, which it was, it's like, you already love yourself. So then turn it to other people. How can you expand that self-love to allow other people into it? Yeah. So I think the message today is we're all good kitties. <laughs> and <laughs> let's treat ourselves like that and just allow it all to come forth from that place. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. We're all good kitties. <laughs> uh, I, I think I know what the title of this episode is. <laughs> Me too. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Blessed solstice. Who does it think it is? Jeez, show off much? Tone it down.